0: this is down the hall podcast with your hosts chet joe bear
1: it's black hawk down with aliens what's the problem rodney hart oh definitely would have been team chicken not the vampire you don't root for a vampire
2: and if you're lucky lyndon wells i thought chet was gonna launch into his terrible british accent again
1: beer
0: garden,
2: garden was pretty spot that was on pretty good no he definitely got that
0: Welcome back to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. We are excited about this very fun episode tonight that we've been waiting to do. Can't wait to do it because uh, it's one of our favorite movies collectively, and it's just hilarious. So we're gonna get to that in yes. a few minutes. Uh, but I'm here with Rodney.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm here with Lyndon mm-hmm. Peek-a-boo. Uh, and and we're here with uh, someone with exciting news, Chet, do you know what our show does? What does our show do? Our show saves people 115 hours a year because they no longer have to search for movies to watch. They just have to trust us and watch what we tell them to watch. Um, and so I'm going to ask you what what we always ask one of our guests or one of our hosts here, uh, which is what would you do with that extra 115 hours while also knowing that you have some big news to share with our audience? I do have some big news. Mm, I predicted it. Emphasis on I do. Oh, look Man. at that. Was that prepared? That Ooh. was pretty good. It wasn't prepared.
0: Smooth. It
1: wasn't prepared. Uh, that
0: was right off the top of my head, the old mm. keister. Mm. Uh, is that what the head is or is that the butt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Ooh. the old backside. Okay. So
0: as you can tell, <laughs> I uh, can reach the heights of comedy and the depths in two mm. seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So yeah, so big announcement. Uh, if you are a follower of Down the Hall Podcast on social media, you know I'm engaged. Mm yeah congratulations. congratulations thank you thank you yeah congratulations why why linden why do i not hear you clapping uh british people don't get excited about much
2: oh so yeah. i was i was clapping i assume we'll put the claps in later yeah it's
0: just a fake clap. <laughs> i assume we'll put the <laughs> claps in later. yeah linden if you can give me a good three minute sounder of just you clapping i can use it whenever yeah, yeah that's
2: fine okay. we'll do that you know. great good
0: uh, no, so anyway, I guess thank you. But I guess the biggest thing is that I'll use the extra 115 hours that supposedly we are saving ourselves, except that we are the ones watching the movies. So, but I'll use that extra time to wedding plan. Mm. Uh, the wedding's coming up quick; it's
1: in September. Wow! So you just wow. couldn't wait. You said, "You said let's 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 get let's, let's get her done. So, let's, do As, <laughs> As, let's do this thing. Let's do this." Which is a good point. I mean, why why do we wait? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I,
0: I'll put it this way. So I, I knew pretty early on I was going to marry this girl, but we've been long distance. And so, uh, it's been, you know, there's, there's certain logistical reasons why we've waited, but, uh, this past weekend was great because Colorado Rob. And mm-hmm. his wife Jenny from Colorado Springs.
1: <laughs> is she Colorado Springs Jenny? Uh, as, as, <laughs> as people
0: from the list as listeners of the show might know them. Uh they flew in because they are the couple that actually introduced Legna and I. Legna uh is best friends with Jenny. Rob is is my best friend, the guy who I lived with for three years, and they got married. Rodney, I know you're about to say Lyndon, something. Lyndon,
1: why he just called the other person his best friend. All right. That's insulting. Slugger. Yeah. Let me continue nah, uh, with the
0: story. Uh, so yeah, they, they flew in in town mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to Legna, they flew to Boston and they kind of laid low for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And then we all drove with uh, two of our other friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: into New York where Legna currently lives and filled her apartment with flowers. And when she arrived after being out of, you know, her roommate took her out, mm-hmm. uh, I was there and I asked her a question and the answer to her question, the question was yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And here we are. Was and the question? How do you, how, do you well, want to save 115 hours? Yeah. <laughs> how would you save 115 hours? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Will you help me take back movie night? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you, I hope you were
2: down on one knee when you asked. Oh, I was down about. on one knee.
0: I was down on one knee for sure. Um, and no, it, and all the jokes aside, it was great. It was, it was literally perfect. Uh, we came back, and Rodney had uh, had bought some roses and some, some champagne for us, and that was very very thoughtful gesture. Uh, the champagne remains unopened, Mm -hmm. uh, but Legna's coming back in town this weekend. So maybe we'll see. Were you nervous when you were Pop the big question. I am not a nervous guy, but I will say I've never been more nervous in my entire life. Um, there was a moment where she, uh, we had been told, okay, that like her roommate was with her, her roommate was with her and saying, okay, we're, we're 10 minutes out and everyone got in their places because after, after I proposed, I had everyone come out of Legna's bedroom, um each holding bouquets of flowers for her. And that was part of the surprise too. She didn't know any of these people were in town. Uh, so we're kind of waiting for her to come. And as soon as I saw her like, or heard her walking up the stairs, um, which after it felt like an eternity, waiting 10 minutes for her to get there. I literally, I was so freaking nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had music playing from Midnight in Paris, which is our like favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it went off extremely well. And uh, Colorado Rob. Was filming it from three different angles. And so he's putting together a video nice. that, you know, when it comes out, we'll share.
1: With like different, yeah. like cell phone cameras or something?
0: Yeah. So he was crouched behind a chair. We had another one, another camera like tucked behind like a, like on a cabinet, mm-hmm. like attached. And then someone else tucked behind a, a desk. So three, three angles. It was very like Michael Bay. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, very nice. Minus the
2: explosions, to the best of my knowledge.
1: Well. He hasn't put it all together yet, so you don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but
2: you, you managed to get the words out because my, my wife still winds me up when I proposed. I was so nervous. I didn't actually get the words out. I said, m me, me,
0: And she said, yes. Yeah. Could you
2: say that again? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, did I ever tell you guys about my first date with Legna? No. I, I don't know. I can't remember. I've told so many stories on the show. I don't. I don't know which ones I have. Is this haven't wait, shared yet? Wait, is
1: this about the one where you like we're watching a is movie this, in the park no, and instead you no, went to Wendy's? drop to the right. Yeah, that's you. different. That's
0: different. It's not the Singing in the Rain story. If you don't, if you're a new listener and don't know that story, message me separately. Uh, this is <laughs> this is kind of worse actually. So that was like our first time hanging out. This was like our first official date, mm. and I took her to this this uh, this like seafood restaurant in Providence called called Shark, Providence, mm. Rhode Island. And it's actually super nice. And I was pumped. I was like, this is great. I have never been here, but I've heard good things. And like, I walked in. I was like, this is so cool. However, context. Earlier that day, actually the day before, I was trying a new mouthwash. And I had an allergic reaction to the mouthwash. My lips swelled up like Will Smith on
1: Hitch. Call it out. Call it off. I don't – I wouldn't go on the I was
0: so – like it was so like tingly. My lips were so like big and swollen. So I basically was – like sipping on Benadryl like again like Will Smith on Hitch for a day and a half leading up to this date so we go on this date and I'm not kidding I
1: fell asleep at the table I fell asleep at the table head on the table first date I mean Lyndon you get why I'm confused why she would have said yes right like I mean it's 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 baffling a little
2: it is baffling it's, but that, maybe that's why he's left so little time before the wedding. I, I can't let her <laughs> back good, out.
1: That's a, such a good point. You know, that was actually the joke I was going to make. Like, you know, why wait a long time? It's just more opportunity for someone to be like, wait a minute. Wake up. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, listen, I, I'll tell you, I
0: she's the first person, like the first girl, like made me nervous, and mm. so when we first went out, I wanted everything mm. to be perfect, and I don't think I drew up in the playbook falling asleep at the table. No. But here we
1: are, four years later, she said yes, we're getting married. So fortunately for no. you, she did not say, "I don't, I love you, man."
2: Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it.
0: Yes, of course, it's down the hall.
1: I'm psyched. And here are
0: we. All right, well, on that note, the movie of the week is I Love You, Man. Uh, Rodney, that was very clever. You Only know. three of us understood the joke, or <laughs> anyone who's read the title of the episode, it's, I'm sure,
1: knew. It's such a mess. I don't. I Love You, Man. Yeah.
0: Brutal, <laughs> brutal. So, I Love You, Man. It's one that, you know, it's not It's not like, this is not a typical down-the-hall recommendation where we find this sort of like, you know, hidden gem of sorts. But this is one that many people have probably heard of. But I find a surprising amount of people in my own life who have not seen it, and it is currently on Netflix. It just appeared on Netflix recently. It Came out in two thousand nine. It's an hour and forty five minutes, rated R. It's a comedy starring Paul Rudd, Jason Siegel, Rashida Jones, John Favreau, amongst others. There's plenty of other you know great comedians in this. People you'll definitely recognize. Uh, small parts played by uh, J.K. Simmons, Adam, Andy Sandberg. Andy Samberg, uh, the list goes on. Uh, directed by John Hamburg, and uh, this is, and I'll say it right off the bat, uh, I'm not partial to comedies typically, but when I love one, I truly love it. This is one of my favorite movies ever, and I looked and I, I saw where I'd rated it, which we'll get to, but Rodney, why don't you tell us what this movie's about?
1: Yeah, this, this description is probably hard to mess up. I mean, what this movie is about is but a guy... This. <laughs> but watch me watch <laughs> okay, me try hold on, hold on, reset, hold on.
0: <laughs> drum roll please <laughs> this description is hard to mess up
1: enter rodney <laughs> but let's see if i can do it um <laughs> so this is about a man who gets engaged um and pretty early on in that engagement um who gets engaged paul rudd okay right. gets gets engaged and um What they realize right away is that he really has no guy friends and hence no ability to make up a wedding party that would uh, be on the other side of his future wife's wedding party. And so this is the story of a really kind of awkward guy um, going about trying to make male friends as an adult.
2: Totes my goats you know
1: and so from there what you have is just the basis of all sorts of really hilarious characters from Jason Siegel as over the course of trying to make friends this is one guy who has like enough patience to kind of just be like hey you're kind of a weird dude but like we could be friends and you know he just kind of accepts him and like you know they they grow in this friendship that you know at some level, makes his future wife even a little uncomfortable. <laughs> that's part of that's part of the movie as well. But um uh, I don't know. What else what else did I miss? I mean I have to say, before I turn
0: it over to Lyndon, I have to say what this movie really does is it it makes you cringe mm. with how awkward some of the mandates get. And uh, and just like Jason Siegel's character is so like wild and free spirited where where uh, Paul Rudd, Peter Clavin, is like this like super just weird, awkward dude who, mm-hmm. who like can't get out of his own way half the time so i would say this movie is hilarious in its conversations yep. and also in its situations where it's all about just awkward like oh gosh yeah, yeah. uh you just can't help but shudder some of the mm-hmm. things he he does <laughs> Lyndon, what do you think uh
2: yeah this is a perfect comedy film i think paul rudd's character he's always really likable in anything he does but he's really playing a guy who's just gone from relationship to relationship never really got any man friends and the series of mandates he go on is brilliant and he's really awkward but jason seagull his character is a lot more confident and he finds that awkward character kind of funny and he really brings out the awkwardness uh but it's not like it is cringe but it's also laugh out loud funny and um, it's the kind of film you can go back to years later and still enjoy and laugh just as much uh and it's endlessly quotable film as well just by the how awkward is uh, paul rudd 's character is? He just comes up with some oh absolutely great lines, it's
0: so yeah, so brutally awkward and I, I think some comedies lose their humor. Um, maybe after you see like the punchline and Mm -hmm. you know, it's coming next time. Other comedies though become even funnier as time goes on as you, you quoting them with your friends. And this is, this is that type of comedy. Oh yeah. It's almost like the first time I saw it, I like didn't know how to handle it. Mm. I was like, this is so funny and awkward. But as the years have gone on, it's, it's easily one of the most quoted movies in my life yeah. and it's one of the few comedies i i look forward to rewatching and
2: rewatching it's just so good Excellent. i've watched this film with my wife quite a few times and we often end conversations by saying i will see you there or i'll see you another time <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is just one of the many examples of him trying to kind of be like I don't know if it's hip or like just trying to be kind of like loose with another guy. Yeah, trying, and to, so be trying to be more cool.
0: he's just trying to be like be cool. I don't know. Like and then another element of humor is Lou Ferrigno plays Lou Ferrigno in this. Oh and, yeah. Like Paul Rudd's character is a realtor trying to sell Lou Ferrigno's mansion and that whole thing, that whole dynamic is just
2: hysterical. But there is a great supporting cast Like you say, like Andy Sandberg's his brother. Yeah. J. K. Simmons is his dad. Yeah. And there's a as a running joke about Ham- Hank, <laughs> Hank Mardukas. Hank Mardukas. <laughs> oh, who's your best friend? I have two. Hank Mardukas has been my closest friend since our first year at IBM. Best yeah. man at our wedding. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Talked to him two, three times a week on the phone for 30 years now. And then there's Robbie. What's up? Oh, Robbie is your other best friend? Correct. And Hank Mardukas. Which is brilliant. Uh, and the, yeah, John Favreau's really funny in it. It's like, no, uh, he's like the aggressive husband. Right, of one of yeah. uh, the fiance's friends who's he's so funny in it yeah no i oh think my that, gosh john favreau's great
1: because that's the thing i think there's so many quirky characters i mean maybe before we even start talking about all the funny situations and and side characters why don't we talk about ratings what did what did you give it Ch- uh well i guess chet has the you're the you're the man of the hour i'll start Lyndon, with you
2: okay uh it's uh Oh, screw it. It's a nine out of 10. (laughs) Okay. I was like, it's probably an eight, realistically. I really like it. But I've watched it. I've watched it since we discussed about doing the episode. I've watched it twice more and I laugh more. I'm going to give it a nine because I just enjoy it so much. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I Um, have to say, I've probably seen it the least out of the three of us because I didn't watch it until probably four. Years ago, maybe Didn't I, didn't I recommend yeah, it to you? Yeah, you, I yeah, told you were you the one it. who rec- – You might have even given me the DVD. Hey, I, Listen, there's oh, a value wow. in that. Yeah, imagine that. So what did you rate it? Uh, But I gave it an eight. But I, I agree that I feel like the more I watch it, probably the higher it will go.
0: So yeah, I will say also a nine out of ten, Lyndon. I agree with you. I think what's, when it's a comedy, you're just kind of forced to rate it against other comedies. And yeah. in that sense, to yeah. me, it's like one of the top three comedies mm-hmm. I've ever watched. I mean, Anchorman – Wedding Crashers and I Love You, Man are my three mm. favorite ever. Yeah. Rodney. What does the IMDb rating
1: show? Uh, the IMDb rating right now is a flat seven. But that's I mean that's what comedy movies. I feel like comedy movies level off at a much lower score. You either like it or you know, it's either a really yeah, funny movie. I don't. Movie to I, don't or no. I don't freaking care. It's a
0: nine for me. Yeah, People, yeah.
1: Everyone needs to see it. It's hilarious. Um, but okay, that's us, a bunch of chuckleheads. Now let's go to the pros. <laughs> cake, 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 cake. cake. Double hate. Lose entirely. I like you a lot. All right, so it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, how did I do, Lyndon?
2: It's okay. Not as yeah. good as Beer Garden, but you're was, there.
1: Was it as good as the 83% score that the Rotten Tomatoes gave uh, I Love You Man?
2: I'd give you a, a 60% score on that. Hey. All Ooh.
1: right. Hey, yikes. Hey, majority, majority,
2: <laughs> as I like to say.
0: All right, 83%. I'll take that. <laughs> Lyndon, what were the best and worst reviews?
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> the worst review comes from uh, New York Post. Watching this movie is like listening to Michael Jackson tell you what real men are, are like. Tell you what real... What? Watching this movie is like listening to Michael Jackson tell you what real men are like. Wait, this movie came out in 2009. Was Michael Jackson still alive? Uh, he died in 2009. Boy, I... Oh, what is... I'm go- what, what has that got to do with the anything? Heck, does this even say? That's a great question
1: because I think he died in two thousand nine because I, I remember. where I was watching this movie is
0: like listening to Michael Jackson tell you what so, real men are like. So is that they, more inciting to the film or Michael
2: Jackson?
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know what this person was thinking. It must be. Are they talking about like Peter Clavin's not like any real man that anyone knows? I can't. I don't.
0: I don't. I don't want to spend any more time on this. Or are a terrible saying, review?
1: Or are they saying that like? Watching this movie is like, so what they're saying is like Michael Jackson couldn't really tell you what real men are like because he's kind of his own, he's own, he's his own oddball. So are, are they saying because every he's dead. character?
0: Because he's dead, probably,
1: right? Is that what we're talking about? All right, Lyndon, what was the best review? I don't <laughs> want to, I, I can't do You it. don't want to go, okay. I was ready to break that down in an in-depth way, but okay, Lyndon, give us the next.
2: Okay. Uh, so the best review comes from Chicago Sun-Times. And is this written by Roger Ebert himself? It is. Oh, very exciting. So we know this is one a reviewer to trust. So above all, just plain funny. It's funny with some dumb physical humor, yes, and some gross-out jokes apparently necessary to all buddy movies, but also funny in observations, dialogue, physical behavior, and Sidney Fife's observations as a people watcher.
0: Sidney Fife uh, is it's Jason James Siegel's Siegel, character. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I guess. I guess we didn't say part of the humor is embedded in his, like, his like worldview, like his, like his take on life and the things he says and the philosophies he, he kind of shares with Paul Rudd's character is part of, part of the humor Mm -hmm. and these observations. That's true. That's a good, it's me sitting here telling Roger Ebert that he wrote a good review.
1: Yeah, no, but it's not, it's not just um, that he like that he shares the world or or where they differ in worldview in the sense of like, there's a time where uh, they go golfing. Uh, so Paul Rudd goes golfing with Jason Segel and Rashida Jones, his you know fiance, and then her one of her like bridesmaids. It's like a double date. It's like a double date. Like yeah. uh, and from the outset, Jason Segel's like, no, like this is not something. Like I'm not going to enjoy golfing with a girl. Like that's his, you know, like that's his take. But you know that Paul Rudd would be fine with it but over the course of him just being entirely annoyed by how terrible she's playing trying to tell her what the rules are but also dealing with the pressure of like hey let her take her time like she's just trying she's just how is she gonna learn he's like there's really like rules here like you you really have to take you have to go faster yeah it's hit by the golf ball like i mean
2: i think um paul rudd does a Sean Connery accent even better than Rodney. No one, well, is impossible. Is done. <laughs> hey there, Miss Money Pussy. <laughs> jump oh, yeah. in my jetpack. Fuck <laughs> it from back. <laughs> there it is. There it is.
1: I've got one line.
0: So plenty of more quotes to come in this episode. I'm, I, I have no doubt. Uh, but one of the things we do beyond giving you a movie to watch during the week is also to help you take back movie night by helping you avoid certain movies that are being heavily promoted by either Netflix or other websites that try to do the same thing we're doing. So, Lyndon, I guess you had the movie to avoid this week, right? There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once,
2: shame on on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So the movie to avoid this week for me is um, one that's been promoted on Netflix quite a bit. It's one of Chet's favorite, old uh, Mr. Jack Black. I cannot in stand
0: the Jack Black. I know you're making a joke, <laughs> oh, but I, I can't afford any confusion here.
1: This, well, I and, have to say, in Jumanji, the current movie, he's great. But keep going.
2: Yeah, it's, um, and we also recommended a movie with him, The Holiday. But anyway, this film is... Oh no!
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. We recommended the holiday, but I I think I said I could have used less Jack Black. (laughs)
1: All right, we know this is your day, okay? So we're going to just go on with it. All right, I'm sorry. So the
2: the film being promoted on Netflix was a film released last year. It is peak Jack Black. It's called The Polka King. It's Jack Black doing a, a weird Eastern European voice. It's Jack Black dancing. It's Jack Black singing. It's Jack Black stick. It's Jack Black, Jack Black, Jack Black. And it is based on a true story about a Ponzi on top of a Ponzi scheme that goes wrong. And you're meant to like this guy, but ah, and you see where the film's going and it's just the whole film. I don't think there's a scene without Jack Black and it's, it's painful. It's a very, very painful film.
0: Tell me again what it's called so I can make sure that never accidentally the polka King, the polka King polka, like, like
1: the music. Yeah. Stop acting like you would watch anything that featured Jack Black. (laughs) I mean, I, I. There have been some jagged scenarios that scenarios <laughs> movies that I scenarios. like. Scenarios. Uh, school of Rock. Uh, School of Rock. Uh, I like Nacho the Libre. Day.
0: The moment the the scene he's You're in, in Anchorman that. is pretty great,
1: huh? The yeah. scene,
0: Anchorman scene with him is, is pretty good. One scene.
1: Uh, I can't remember. I right
0: can right. only deal with one moment. He punts Baxter off the bridge.
1: <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. This burrito is good, but it is filling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right, well,
0: all right, so Polka King, avoid, movie of the week, do avoid. All right, cool. It should be called
2: Jack Black the movie, just avoid it.
0: All right, so uh, on topic with the film of the week, uh, we thought that the best topic to do would be if you could have any three celebrities to be either your groomsman or bridesmaid, who would that be? Do
1: you really love The Lamp or are you just saying it because you saw it?
0: I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Uh, So, gentlemen, I guess we'd probably start with the listeners. We got a lot of feedback. Uh, This one hardly counts, but it's someone that we love a lot. That's Matt from Checked Out in Jersey podcast. His answer was himself, Tony Germinario, director of Bad Frank, uh, and Pete Cornell. So, basically, the Checked Out in Jersey show, he said, would be his his celebrity groomsman, which is a promotion for the show, which I'm
1: happy to co-sign. But, Matt, you kind of cheated. I mean, well, what's the definition of celebrity? Uh, one so, who is known. <laughs> so I mean, they—it's they, not wrong. Uh, okay, we'll
0: we'll we can debate that uh, off off air. Uh, Tiffany <laughs> says Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Kat Von D. Who is Kat Von D?
1: I don't know why I know this, but I know she's like the tattoo artist. I feel like that was like I feel like she was Height of popularity in like the 2007 era, 2007, 2009. Um, She was a tattoo artist, I believe, with her own show on uh, E Entertainment, Channel 34. All right. (laughs) You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Nice. When I have information, Chet, I have information.
0: Okay. Noted. Uh, Ivy says all of the Spice Girls and Posh as the Maid of Honor.
1: Oh, I thought that was Mo. No, M O H, Maid of Honor. I thought she went. Deductive like, reasoning. Mo, as in, like, you know, she'd get more status. Nope. Uh, Alan says
0: The Rock, David Ortiz, former uh, Red so- Boston Red Sox player, and coach from New Girl. Mm. So, Damon Waynes Jr. From, from New Girl. Uh, <laughs> my mom. My mom and dad.
1: I was afraid you were going to skip this no, one because I'm sitting I, here and watching you I, read them, and I was like, why is he skipping over his mom? Definitely not going to skip this. So,
0: my mom says. Uh, she says that my dad said.
1: <laughs> I love that it starts with my
2: mom this, says my dad says. This is. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll say this is all sorts of confusing. This answer. Um, all right. So she says, uh, Dad says, Han Solo, the Beast, Cinderella Man. I would assume he means Russell Crowe. <laughs> Owen from Midnight I, in I Paris. Cinderella. Yeah. They could mean Cinderella. Owen uh, Wilson from Midnight in Paris. Captain America, and Oliver from the show Era. So that's just, okay. My mom, my mom says Beauty from Beauty and the Beast, Girl in Midnight in Paris, Jasmine, and then To Be Continued, which so. I can assure you was not
1: continued. So she was saying, like, this is all I know for now, but don't hold me to it. I may need to add to my crew. I may text
0: you later, and I need you to tell the audience what my second answers are.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. I I love that it's a mix of both celebrities, characters, and then, like, the real people in those as characters. You know, like Owen Wilson in the movie of Midnight in Paris. I think my
0: favorite answer of hers was girl from Midnight in Paris. There are several. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just any of them.
0: Uh, Two more. Emily from Missouri said what her bridesmaids would be, then also what her groomsmen would be. So she said Beyonce, Blake Lively, and Chrissy Teigen, or Chet Jobert. I don't know why. Chet Jobert, Justin Timberlake, and still Beyonce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Self-aggrandizing.
0: I didn't write it. Um, and then uh, Jen from work, from my work, said, uh, she said, Jennifer Lawrence, Luna Loveburn? Is that Harry Potter? I haven't watched Harry Potter. Yet. I no, surprisingly, means- I haven't watched Harry Potter. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Luna Loveburn. Uh, love, good. love Good, And uh, <laughs> she also said Whitney Whitney Cummings. Uh, so anyway, so Lyndon, what would your answers be?
2: Well, this this tough one. I thought about superheroes, but they're going to make you just look bad. Mm. Standing next to Superman, you're going to feel pretty small. Good point. So uh, I've gone for the Anchorman crew. So I want Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Steve Steve Carell, and uh, I don't know how to say his name. David. Doesn't matter. You only get three
0: anyway, so I'm not even going to listen to you.
1: Uh, Chaps out. Anyway, Rodney, what's yours? I would go, yeah, because I have that same feeling as you. Like, the people that I would want to pick, I'd be like, would make me look bad. But Like
2: Thor. I know you're a big fan of Thor. You know, (laughs) like
1: shirtless Thor. Rodney loves a lot. I know. I like Chris Hemsworth. I don't care for Thor. (laughs) Um, Could I go? I'd go with Tom Brady. And I would pick, hmm, I need a good comedian. And you need someone small. Yeah, I need somebody to like balance out, out like you look so good. clearly I'm underneath those two Kevin guys. Hart. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> good point. I'd pick Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. All That's right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go with
0: uh Lil Sweet from the Dr. Pepper commercials. <laughs> it's
1: the sweet <laughs> one.
0: Um John Krasinski. Uh and Rodney. Oh Rodney, I uh very seriously, will you be a groomsman?
1: Oh, listen to this, Lyndon. He's uh, doing it over the air. He asked, this you know, guy, eh? you know, uh, Ivy asked me, like, do you think that he's going to ask you to be a groomsman? And I said, I'm not sure. <laughs> I really don't know that <laughs> I, I might annoy him too much in the podcast. My answer would be uh, a wholehearted yes. All right. Well, uh, that will be fun. Um, uh, Lyndon, you. I have a surprise for you too. Um,
0: we, Legna and I talked and we really want to invite you and Lindsay as well and oh you, amazing you know if, if you can't make it that's okay it's not the end of the world i understand you're already planning a trip to come out here uh but the wedding will be in kansas city in september and it means a lot
2: to us to be able to invite you guys too so well that's, that's amazing we will do our very best
1: mm-hmm. i like it you don't have to bring yourselves just you, you, know, can, you just can just send georgie just send gifts
2: <laughs> yeah just <laughs> <laughs> we'll take I georgie i have actually a fee um i have actually sent you a uh, you and Legna a congratulations gift in the post as well. Oh, really? But yeah, but I sent it through uh, Amazon and I don't know if the, <laughs> you couldn't put a message on it so you just could get a random package.
1: Wow. It's Ooh. all right. I'm, don't, don't worry, <laughs> London. I'm going to I'm gonna open it first and see if it's any good. I might take it. <laughs> all,
0: all the feels are coming out on this episode of Down the Hall. All the feels. I like it. Um, all right. Well, good. So, so good. So I accomplished a lot. I have I added a groomsman. Uh, Rodney, also, if you could do your best to get a little sweet from the Dr. Pepper commercials, that would be fantastic.
1: It's the sweet one. I got him already. It's actually pretty
0: good. I
2: have yeah. no idea what's going on. Yo, oh, you've
0: never you haven't seen... seen those commercials?
2: No, and I don't want to. I'm scared of it now. Oh, it's
0: Dr. No. Pepper? Do you know, did you ever watch American Idol? Um, no, watch. <laughs>
2: british he idol that's ex- not a thing it's like british idol <laughs>
1: american idol but why would i ever watch but american with more idol? freedom
2: <laughs> why do i sound like why would i watch american idol
0: it's <laughs> it's it, so anyway the first season of american idol had kelly clarkson as the winner but yeah. the runner-up was who justin what justin guarini and he you has <laughs> he hasn't really done a whole lot but suddenly he's re-emerged in my life and uh, that's as the you're like right. a mascot for Dr. Pepper, mm. the the beverage.
1: Have you heard of Dr. Pepper?
0: <laughs> yes, I've heard of Dr. Pepper.
1: <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> Have I heard of Dr. Rodney? I thought Dr. Lyndon Dr. Pepper is, is a medical like, professional. I know, I it's say, a very it was...
0: small circle of doctors in this world. They <laughs> do, all know each other. Do doctors exclusively drink Dr. Pepper?
2: <laughs> yes, that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh good. Uh,
0: all right. Well, before we move on in this episode, one thing we've been doing lately, and I will thank the listeners. My goodness, this, I don't know if it's because of the voice of the week or what, but we have had an influx of reviews written about I'll take the show. Credit. I'll take
1: credit, guys. No and
0: I, I can't not give you credit, Rodney. I feel like your voice of the week asking for reviews has, has helped. I mean, mm. we've, we've shot what up, did, uh, from where did we were it peak before. With it might have peaked with Lyndon's bane, yes. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's blast right past that. Let's get some more reviews. So uh, it does help the show if you write re- an iTunes review. Just tell us your honest thoughts, uh, or don't, and tell us your five star review thoughts. And it does boost the show. And so every week we've asked Rodney to do a uh, a spontaneous voice of the week that he has no ability to prepare for. Uh, but I'm going to give him a layup this week because again. Uh, it's a fun episode. I asked him to be a groomsman. A lot going on. So Rodney, uh, just curious. Do you think Batman could ask our listeners to give us a review?
1: Guys, what you really got to do is listen to this show. It's a great show.
2: <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> never. was good. Never...
1: <laughs>
2: Channel Christian Bale. If you enjoy the show.
1: And if you enjoy the show, give it a review. Five stars only. We don't want any other reviews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank, thank you to our listeners and our reviewers who have given us far different types of reviews. Mostly five star, all but one. One was four star,
1: which seems overly honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it just feels like uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it and give it four stars, you well, you might as well go ahead and give it a. Set one more star. What do we have to do? Uh but anyway, so I, I do want to give some listener
0: shout outs as we're as we're sitting here, we've had a, a really uh, we've seen a, a, an uptick in the show, in the listens of the show and that's that's always exciting. And many of which have been people that have been, you know, either directly or indirectly connected to our lives. This is a very important shout out it was Brother Dan. It was Dan's birthday uh, recently. The wizard, as I call the him. The one who has submitted quizzes to the show, who is one of the most avid uh, listeners and promoters of the show.
1: Uh, and the introductory voice. He is the
0: introductory voice who says, you're listening to Down the Hall Podcast. Uh, and he is the biggest Lyndon Wells fan that there ever was hmm. and wants nothing more from his birthday than to hear Lyndon wish him a happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Dan the man <laughs> have a great day and uh yeah you're the best type of fan yeah the best type of fan the quizzing type
1: yep. he he does share something with you linden which is like you know if you got
2: a problem it can be solved with a quiz i like i like this guy more and more mm-hmm. all
0: right guys why don't we transition into uh as we are we've been doing the uh, mcu the marvel movies one at a time uh leading up to uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 there are 18 movies to watch if you want to get caught up I just had a conversation recently with friends who uh, want to watch all of them leading up and uh, we've been tracking that week by week Lyndon what is the Marvel movie of the week
2: Ooh, so we're on week 6 now uh, week 5 was Captain America the first Avenger Rodney did you enjoy that in one, oh, one word
1: I so loved it
2: oh, muscle that's man it's one of the weaker films but we'll move on
1: does but. it make a difference to you guys that I watched Thor Ragnarok not too long ago? You did. You mm. finally watched it. You yeah. finally watched. it. We've been it. wanting you to. What do you think? What? I I loved. I I couldn't get enough of uh, Taika Waititi, and then oh, the rest no. was just kind of like another fight. No, kind of, this is the
0: one that I thought for sure.
1: I, it had a lot of good humor in it. Like I mean, it
0: it was so fun. Oh, well, you hate fun, Rodney.
1: You just hate fun. It's not that. I just don't know. Um, uh, what's I'm a-
0: sorry. I need to just, I'm, I'm being asked to determine like uh, who is more powerful in a moment of, I have to, you know, the Hulk does all the work and uh, Loki shoots power of swords. I can't, Roddy, you that's hate perfect. fun. You hate right fun. there.
1: That was as, That's as perfect as it get I've I never agree with you more. You hate <laughs> it.
0: You don't like having fun with people. Linda and I will continue to have fun with our listeners as we uh, traverse through all of the Marvel movies. Uh, Avengers was a fantastic film and I can't wait to uh, talk through that one and then, I honestly, Black Panther's the next the next one to hit theaters. That one is getting amazing reviews too.
2: Seeing yeah. that hopefully in four
0: days. There you go. So anyway, so Rodney, um, you're not excommunicated, but
1: something slightly below that. I'm not not watching them. I don't know why you're. you're you, uh, uh, what am I supposed to lie? I just am saying that at the end of the day, I, I yeah maybe. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to be feeling as maybe I watch these. Maybe you should these. lie. I just feel like. Like a, like a younger version of me. Like a much, much, much younger version of me would think it was really cool. Mm. Like an eight-year-old version. <laughs> mm. I mean, I love four. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Watch <Blast> them fight! <laughs> oh, okay, That's, that was fun. That was pretty good, though. I do think that they're funny. Not like,
0: all of this can be... So sophisticated. You know what I mean? Like it's, That's what people say about me. Mr. Suave sophisticated. This, the burden you bear as the uh, intellectual you are is that you can't have fun. And I, you know, I understand. So it's a lot of pressure. It doesn't mean we can't. The intellectual who thinks something borrowed is a good film. <laughs> it's true. You know, I will say, uh, Lyndon earlier this week said, hey, do we have one to avoid for the week? Can we do something borrowed?
1: <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. John Krasinski... Great performance. We're not talking about it. We can, we can leave it
0: alone. Yeah, Borof, Borolf. You, Borolf. So we don't
1: have a, <laughs>
0: we don't have a spoiler section this week or a detail section where we would normally talk about yeah. the ins and outs of the film. With a comedy movie, it's hard. I mean, there's not like, you know, there's not, they're not plot points that we need to dissect. Uh, we've already been quoting the movie as it is, but I, 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 I agree with Lyndon. I mean, this is a, Quote-driven mm. movie. Do you want to and pick favorite scenes? I think favorite scenes is where we have to go. Mm.
1: I've got mine, so right. it will be unaffected uh, no matter who got goes yours. first. Go you want me to go? So my favorite scene is probably the one that serves as the catalyst for everything, uh, which is Paul Rudd gets home early and his uh, his fiance is there with all of her friends and talking about the engagement, and he kind of comes into the house without them really knowing. And so his idea is like, oh, this is fun. Like, I'll make them all, like, chocolate shakes with, uh, like, the cookie straws. <laughs> and, like, you know, just something that a guy who has always had female... Fr- like, you know, just not something a-, a man's man would probably think to do. And so as he's there, he then starts to overhear them talking about him and uh, how he has no male friends. And at one point, his they ask him like, well, like who would be his best man? And, and, uh, his fiance says, you know, honestly, I think that his best friend's his mom <laughs> <laughs> and all the women in the room go, Oh God, that's bad. And, <laughs> and shortly thereafter, like somehow he gets seen, he was like starting to sneak out, uh, like with the, with all of the chocolate shit. And then he gets spotted by his fiance. And she's like, Hey, like Peter, are you here? And, He's like, hey, i made shakes. <laughs> like, oh, no, because, like, oh. Uh, it's so uncomfortable. Like, it's the oh, idea of like man. everyone, like one of those situations where everyone knows like the person just being made fun of absolutely knows they were just being made fun of while also bringing out something that probably is make fun of worthy, but is nice enough that we're all super uncomfortable. So that's my favorite scene, bar none. And from there, he's like, oh God, I've got to get some friends. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I think it's tough to choose a favorite scene. There are so many. I love the family meal. Um, I love the engagement dinner as well, where (laughs) Sydney makes a little speech as well. That's brilliant. But I I would probably go for the line I use the most, which is um, when they just walk, he's walking their dog, isn't he? And he gets. Sydney gets Peter, poor old character, to just go down on the the beach and just scream. And he doesn't really do it. And he, like, lets out a little scream. uh, He says (laughs) to him, yeah, yeah, exactly like that. He's like, good. Now gently remove your tampon and try again. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, right, nice use this day. Do you use that? Do you use that as a pediatric
1: doctor? He says it to me oh, if he doesn't oh, yeah, like the text I send. Yeah.
0: I send. him a text and he texts back,
1: gently remove your tampon and text again. <laughs> it's, I'm picturing like an eight-year-old being told by London to like toughen up with that. I don't know what a tampon Oh, no, sorry. I don't know what a tampon is. <laughs> <laughs> Eight-year-olds in London
0: have a deeper voice according yeah, to Lyndon. I don't know. I couldn't, I
1: couldn't quite transition it to a kid's. I couldn't do kid British. I
0: think my favorite scene is the poker scene. So there's this mm. moment where, uh, you know, Paul Rudd's character decides he needs to make guy friends. And so he goes to a poker game hosted by John Favreau and all of his, like, man's man mm-hmm. friends. And Who he, do he, not want him there. do not want him there at all. And he does not know how to play Hold'em, Texas Hold'em. And he, like... Basically, it comes down to just him, like everyone is folded and it's just him and John Favreau's character who really doesn't want him there. And Favreau, like, puts down his cards and he has this great hand. And, and Paul Rudd's character is like, ah, oh man, good hand. Good job, man. He, like, puts his hand, he puts his cards down and everyone notices that he has, like, a straight somehow. And he, and then. Favreau gets so mad. Like, Who stays in on a do seven <laughs> on a rainbow? And he goes, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know it was a rainbow." rainbow they like flop. They didn't know it was a rainbow flop, and then they start doing this drinking game. This is the best. It, <laughs> this is as they're doing the drinking game, like Peter Clavin, Ru- Paul Rudd's character wins the game against John Favreau's, and he's standing facing him, celebrating. After he finishes drinking, just projectile vomits onto John Favreau, uh, and he just goes get out of my house get out of my house <laughs> that that seemed to me like i don't know there's so many good ones there's so many good when ones. he's getting size for the tuxedo and the guy who he went on the man <laughs> date with who thinks he's on a real date and kisses him appears and he's like you're a whore peter <laughs> that's that yeah. one's so good too here
2: we go yeah but, we haven't mentioned as well because i keeps he keeps trying to come up with nicknames for oh, sydney doesn't he yeah see oh, you later yeah. Magooch. Magooch. yeah Dave he is on the men's age. Yeah. Jobin. Yeah. Oh God. Randall. Yeah. Randall from up.
0: Boise. Uh, Randall from Boise, who is again a new listener to the show, has called me Jobin for years.
1: <laughs> see you later. Yeah, and it's like he just keeps trying. And then the beauty of their friendship is like Jason Siegel's kind of like, all right, like you're trying, you know. Or even the whole <laughs> yeah. the uh, right. I'll see you there or I'll see you another time. You're like, well, that that's really confusing. Are you gonna go there <laughs> or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: gosh, it's so funny. This one is, is one of my favorite recommendations we've done. I'm actually happy that not a lot of people like that. There are people still in my life who have yet to see it. Cause I feel like I'm gifting them. Like, Hey, here's this beautiful movie you need to see. (laughs) Remember when they're talking about chocolate? Yeah. (laughs) You mean chocolate? Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Chocolate. It's Uh, It's a beautiful film. Yeah. Oh does so he say at the end as well, he said, I watch Chocolat and it is a beautiful film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> it's groomsman that he ends with are like the old guy he yeah. goes on the <laughs> diner
0: date with <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> and Sidney Fife a few
2: others. Oh man. So about, and just in the middle of the wedding when he does turn up, yeah. he's like, I love you dude. I love you bro Montana. Yeah. I love bro you. Mon Kenobi. Bro Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, muchacha.
1: Yeah. Gosh. I oh. I've gotta I've gotta come up with some good ones now, uh Lyndon, for, for this wedding. Yeah. No, I would prefer if you don't talk during my wedding. <laughs> i gonna Jobin. I like Jobin. You, yeah, you've but seen the office, right? If I if I get an opportunity to get a microphone at some point, I'll start by saying, you know, when uh when time's not a factor, I like to start with at least three opening lines. <laughs> I prefer if you don't. <laughs> I'd prefer if we avoid that. Uh, oh, we should make this happen.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so uh, as always, we look to bring you a movie night pick. We think we, we brought you a really good one. It's accessible on Netflix. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Down the Hall, guys. You can find us on Facebook as well, where you can contribute to these type of topics that we do. Um, and also, you can go to our website and recommend a movie for us. You can uh, do that by scrolling to the bottom of the page, which is downthehallpodcast.com. If you wish to, which we do get some of these every week, you can email us at downthehallpodcast at gmail.com. And gentlemen, unless I'm forgetting anything, I think we can sign off. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Well, I'm Chet here with Rodney. That's Lyndon. And we'll see you guys next week. See you there, or we'll see you another time later
1: on the Minute Catch. You later, Jobin. <laughs> <laughs>